This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like, who's the hottest 13-year-old in your school? And, is it okay to get blown in public as long as it's artsy? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me as always, Phil Causey. Phil. Yes. Hello, Sandeep. How was your last weekend? Well, last weekend was good. You know, uh, there's, this, there's a lot of outrage that needs judging. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I have done is Phil has started the podcast. Phil came up with the idea. Phil bought all the podcast equipment. But I bravely joined him after it was already going. And he needed yeah. a new podcast After partner. the original co-host moved uh, halfway across the country, and you were one of the eight people that actually listened to the show, I was like, well, you're pretty funny. Yeah. So <laughs> I stepped in. I, yeah. I, I'm responsible. I mean, Phil did this other stuff like starting it and coming with the idea, but I stepped in when the call yeah, to duty w- was... Which is the real bravery is is publicly associating me with, with me in anything. And by the way, I just want to say, I tried to, to give you a, a, an alley-oop to talk about what you did last weekend and and unlike most comics instead of talking about yourself you 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 kept going with the idea of the show and made it about the show and about me and not about yourself but we could talk about you too because last week uh you were a finalist i want to talk about this you were a finalist in a, a comedy competition yes there's a few things there's a sixth borough comedy festival which was in jersey city i'm trying to do more road work and so i'm starting off that dream with uh, going to going to a different state known as new jersey uh, Jersey City, to be exact. Yeah, which is a grand total of a, of a four-minute uh, journey from Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to take up the PATH train, which is not compatible with the MTA, the New York, because it's a whole different state, Phil. And um, Yeah. I, so I bought the PATH card. As did I. I actually got there. It was like a movie. I was trying to find this fucking place that it was at, and I couldn't find it. And I walked in right as Sandy was getting introduced to go on stage, and I was like, yeah, I made it. Uh, yeah, and the highlight was we roasted the mayor of Jersey City, Steve Phillip. Yes. Um, now, what happened was on Friday they they had this roast battle competition, and uh, the the opening round, and you, you um, they selected people to move to the finals. I did move to the finals. That was exciting. But I also got chosen to be one of the people that roasted the mayor on Saturday. Now I knew this possibility existed that I could be chosen, to, but you know I was like had to prepare for my roast of the actual person, James Mack, who I was battling. Mm-hmm. And you were worried about comedy. So I completely procrastinated. I didn't like to start working on the mayor. And then I got selected. I learned that Friday night. So I get home at 2 in the morning. And when, when was the rest of the mayor? It was <laughs> Saturday. And we had to be there at 3.30 for a podcast. So I'm just frantically Saturday morning trying to re- research who this fucking mayor was. Oh, that's funny as hell. Uh, but it went well, I think. Well, uh, I mean, you're, a, you're a good roast comic. I mean, you're you're a two-time comedy fight club champion for a reason, Sandy. He beat that's me right. doing a roast. That's right, yeah. me and Ryan Arnold are oh, barely yeah. That third oh, yeah. voice you hear today, <laughs> uh, that is, welcome back to the show, Ryan Arnold. I Hello? started prematurely, I'm sorry. All no, we, we don't actually care when people chime in on the show. <laughs> I mean, sometimes people get like nervous, like, can I talk yet? It's like, no, dude, we don't care. We're, you know, we're not like a, that professional of a show. It's, it's no big deal. Welcome back to the show, though. Oh, yeah. It's been a little while since you've been on, and Thanks we're, for having, we're having you back on a little bit earlier than we usually repeat guests for a very specific reason that we're going to get to in a minute. Um, but first, let's finish talking about Sandeep's. So, so you were in the finals at the Sixborough Comedy Festival. I was there. Yes. Unfortunately, you didn't win. Right. Um, they picked a different brown guy who was also really funny. Yeah, as long as they pick one brown guy, I think I feel like I did win. Who won? Sagar Butt. Who? Sagar Butt. 
Sagerbot? You know, do you think that, do you think that maybe <laughs> everyone the first name. Do you think maybe everyone wanted to vote for you but they couldn't tell which brown guy was which so we ended up getting some of your votes? Is that sure, I'd like to think I'd like to think that. Yeah, yeah. that that is very self-serving and by I'm the way, take it. Sandeep, I, I was there. He fucking murdered. Okay, no one had bad sets, but Sandeep did legit fucking crush on this show. And there are few people even came up from the audience after the whole thing was over and said to him like, "Hey man, you were great. I thought you should have won." So you had a very strong showing. And I appreciate it. But, yeah. but I should say, you know, people are always going to say that to you. I don't know. Oh, really? See, I've I never... Think, I don't know. I, I, I think it might be sincere, but I also think, like, when people are going to see you, I feel like that's people's natural, like, no, you were the best man, you know, like... I don't know, because the thing is, I feel like people could have just said, like, hey, great job, man, you were terrific, but the guy actually went out of his way to say, like, hey, I, th- I thought you should have won. I, yeah. I thought it, it was in a very sincere way. I don't know. Maybe I just I don't get invited to comedy festivals mainly because I never apply. But uh, I don't know the whole uh, lingo and the and how that goes. So that's pretty cool that you're a finalist in that. But yeah, no, Sagar was great. I'm gonna hopefully we can have him on the podcast. But you know, yeah, the Browns are, are coming you up. Sagar butt on the podcast. I, you know Who's what? I should have butt. Should I don't know who he is. is Sour butt. Yeah, I don't know. Sour butt. Is he Indian? So, yeah. He's so some they kind just of chose one. Like it's an essay name. Uh, Sagar butt. <laughs> <laughs> Did you win like three chicken strips and fries, or would they give you anything? The winner gets to headline at Stand Up New York. Oh, that's cool. What so, did you yeah, win? I guess he'll be uh, nothing. You didn't get anything. No. No fries. Or Did you at least win a free pass ticket home? Yeah. Right? No, I don't think so. I, we, Damn. I paid for my pants to get two seventy five. You don't get <laughs> anything for second place. Oh man. So Ryan Arnold, let's get back to you. Uh, what do you have going on in the in the creative world right now? I have a lot going. Well, uh, for one, I work on a TV show called Ray Donovan. Um, I do that, Heard uh, of that during the week. It's tough, but I managed to swing that in comedy. Um, I feel like I'm on the bar show circuit at this point. I do a lot of bar shows, you know, uh, occasional club spot, but I do like a lot of bar shows and. Uh, I feel this is this is what happens when you're like close to ten years in comedy is you just you just you just do shitty spots and then you know you get better and better and then you know you just I don't know I don't know what's next who knows uh, but I write every day and I work and I do you know I do a lot of stand up and I hope that it works out you know like everyone else. Or anything in particular? Are you producing any shows or anything or not any projects? I, no, I'm not producing any shows right now. I, producing shows is super stressful. Like you know, yeah, how it, it sucks. Is. Especially if you do like a weekly, if you do a monthly show, that's a bit easier because you can like round up people for a monthly show and, mm-hmm. and and promote it. But like, I think a weekly show is just tons of stress. You know, I, I've done that before, and I I just don't think that's what I meant to. I'm not a producer, you know. So I just basically just do other shows and perform, you know, a few times a week and. Uh, that's the, on the road. That's here right. There. New York comedy community. Ryan Arnold. He yeah. only taketh away. He never giveth. I hey, <laughs> listen. If you if you put me on your show, I'll promote it. I'll help you do whatever. I just you know, it's just tough for no, me. No, it sucks. I did it for a while, and it's it's fucking awful. It's stressful. We don't you know? do inside comedy really here on the show. Yeah. Um, now, do you have? Uh, did you end up doing your podcast ever? Because I was excited about it. Well, we did the tales from the pole. Sandeep, Sandeep and I did a few episodes. Yeah. In, in Seattle, we did them in Seattle. Yeah. It's weird because I it was so for the listeners at home. I worked in a strip club for ten years as a DJ, and I worked for an Italian family called the Cooler Curcios, who eventually most of them got locked up. Um, and it was like pretty much an illegal business. Uh, they paid off like council members and stuff. You mean to tell me that shady things were happening at a strip club in Seattle? Yeah, 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 totally. So, wow. So we it, it was a great idea. Pole. We had some good episodes. We did, but I feel the girls were actually scared to talk about you know, the corrupt things that happened because they were like 
scared that they were going to you know die so that's kind of it's great but i couldn't get a lot of girls to talk about it because they were in fear of their lives well what about know? going to strip clubs where there's no mafia ties in other parts of the country well i didn't work in those strip clubs so i don't know i mean oh you mean for us to like travel to midwest and talk to strippers and i feel like you could just go to pumps here in brooklyn and ask them probably i feel that's just a lot of work i i, I would if you know if i did it is another... four stops in the l train you're right <laughs> exactly but i i <laughs> feel that if i did another podcast i wouldn't be about that because that's just really tricky and you have to deal with dancers which is i don't know i don't think i have the mind for it you know I, I mean, all right world you hear that ryan arnold is done with strippers 10 years man 10 years doing that it's you get kind of tired done with of it, strippers but... but we are going to get into some outrage now yeah let's do done some outrage let's not talk about that but we're starting with outrage <laughs> okay so we're going to start this week with my story, which comes to us from a very uh, oft-used country, the UK, Sandeep, over there. And it's almost the end of the school year, but I think we have time for one more school-based outrage story. Uh, you got to get them in. we got to get them in the before finals. There might be one more here and there, depending on you know what school districts go longer. This might be our last one before this, the break for the summer. You and know, I, like inter- internationally, I don't think they get these three months summer vacation. So we, you know, we can keep them. Going. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe we can, maybe we can't. I mean, definitely China is not, you know, they're just, <laughs> they go to school 365 days a year. Yeah. Yes, they do. Or they get beaten yeah. uh, <laughs> on Tiananmen Square Day. It's so double shift. At, at, at the, the Hugh Christie School, which is located in Tonbridge, England, which is about 30 miles southeast of London, roughly. A group of eighth graders, well, no, not a group, all of the eighth graders at the school were handed out nomination forms for superlatives. Now, we've done a superlative story on the show before, but this one's a little different. Uh, so this one here has to do with, like, semi-mean superlatives, but also really good ones. So there was one that was, like, you know, the regular ones, best couple and best dressed, whatever. And then there were some other ones. There was biggest poser, <laughs> biggest ego. And then there was one which set the outrage off, which was best looking. Yeah, I thought it was strange that that set the outrage off as opposed yeah. to biggest poser. What? Like class clown. You mean like like voting class clown and best couple like that? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's okay. But poser is like, what did that poser? Like, I didn't realize that was a thing like people called impo- me, buddy. I mean, that was a big thing in when I was in high school. Yeah, your skateboarder that you wore ago, the skateboarding clothes I and your poser. Yeah, I didn't realize anybody after the year 2007 called anybody opposer so maybe it's just getting over to the uk now i have or maybe it's coming back he's a bloody poser mate poser <laughs> he's a wanker and like posing right? for what i don't know what there. that means yeah yeah these people aren't like fully formed humans you don't roast them or just even like do any best this is not a good group their teeth aren't fully formed yet <laughs> well here's the thing we, we do we did the one last year where it was insulting superlatives but the kids Chose their own. I'm still googling superlatives. What is that? I'm, That's you just <laughs> named half of them. It's, it's that the thing in the yearbook where it's like best dressed, best whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so who's mad? Parents and relatives, local. You know the, the general local outrages we we normally but do on the show. Best looking. Best looking is the one that set the outrage off. Yeah. That's the one. Who's we're, the we're, hottest chick in the school? Well, you know that, that makes people jerk. step up their game. That's she's the best looking. Look what she's wearing. Maybe you should go yes. to Old Navy too. Now these are um, thirteen and fourteen year olds because they're in the eighth grade. These mm-hmm. are eighth graders. So uh, that good for saying she's the hottest girl in school, Ryan. That that's pretty good. That's what? right. Yeah. Step it up, thirteen year old. Step it up. Be hotter. You, this is like this is this is everyone gets a trophy bullshit. Okay, like you know what? They're the best looking couple. Maybe you should step up your game. You're ugly. Then that's <laughs> okay. I'm being mean. I, no, I, I'm actually know. I'm with you on that because the thing is, everyone knows who the hottest chick in the school is. Yeah. Now there's just an actual award given out for it. <laughs> okay, there I kind of like it because it, it, it's the opposite of the, the what you said. The trophy. Let and the me let me give culture. you a quick. 
25 second story. The hottest girl in my high school, she was the hottest. She was with the guy who was the, the, uh-huh. the, the varsity wrestling and football guy. Mm-hmm. A year out of high school, I, I got taller, lost some weight, and we hooked up at a party. I was hitting, and she slept with me. Yeah. Nice. I fucked the hottest girl in the school a year after I got out of high school. I understand you realize the dream of every yeah, American. It was the dream. And she like she was like, you don't have to wear a condom. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I, as long as I'm having sex with you, I'm okay with that. It was great. It was like oh. raw dog in the fucking prom. Uh, I guess the hottest girl didn't make, outside of her, her beauty products, didn't make good decisions. She I mean, did not make a good decision, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, like, yeah, fuck good. me without a condom. Why would I? I'm, I'm 19. <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> wait, you mean I, I, I get to impregnate the hottest girl in school? Fucking I, right. I came on her. I didn't I didn't even come at her. See, I was smart. I, I took sex ed. You know, out if you're, you're a gentleman, Ryan. What part, what part of her body did you come on, you gentlemen? Oh, you always just come on the stomach. I mean, you know, you can't really like pull it out and think of something. You just right there. Really? Yeah. You don't you don't go for the tits? There, you, See, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah, a myth. On, dude. That's 12 that's, inches away. No, it Listen, isn't. That's a fucking come on my tits. I can't aim to your tits. I, I had a girl what? say, let's come on my tits. I shot it in her hair. I was like, well, you know what? I don't, I don't have good aim. <laughs> you can't just go over the tits. Like, even tits, if the, that's even like the a first... foot and a half up. OK, I don't know how to aim to the tits. I just no, I don't move, know where it comes going to go. Move your ass. Fucking get on your knees. My cum makes up. It just, you know, I don't I don't know where it's going to go. Get on your knees and just crawl up a little. I yeah. could take some and put it on there and be like, there. I'm with Sandeep. Oh, that, that's the way to do it. You gotta come on the tits. Fuck, sure. Fucking weird. <laughs> I'm gonna come when you're on your Audi. Yeah. <laughs> come on my upper torso. Your so, kid's gonna combine with her belly lint and make this weird. <laughs> so parents were saying that the uh, the best looking school award was shocking and that school was already hard enough for 13 year olds oh, and 14 year olds yeah. and that this is considered school sanctioned bullying. <laughs> It's just coddling these kids. It's like, you know what? Ugh, Wait, a poser, I thought, is like someone who's the... Oh, no, we're focusing on the, the best-looking award. I know. That's the but one. But like the, the, the bullying is like when you call someone a bad thing, right? Well, there were a few bad ones. There's biggest poser, biggest ego. I mean, there, there were a few bad biggest ones loser. So like, that's the bullying. And then, yeah, the, the, the good-looking is just not a good idea. Who's the one that every... Who's the girl everyone wants to fuck in eighth grade? Let's... Sanctions us with the school. Be like most likely to get chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> so as a result of this, they did your favorite thing, Sandeep. They apologized, and the school put out a statement saying that they're sorry, and there's going to be an investigation as oh, to which staff gosh. member thought of this. I hate that the investigation. I know you do. The inv- what do you invest? First yeah. of all, it wasn't like one person made the copies and passed the rounds. This this had to be approved by the whole committee. Don't blame that one person who's like, oh, who you thought of this, and then we all went along with it, and now it's your fault for thinking about it. I didn't know this happened in the UK. I mean, this is an American thing. The whole like, oh, we're so sorry. I didn't know the UK was that. You know, conservative oh no, no, and- they're. They're really? well into the outrage game. Oh, We're God. sister country. The UK gets on the board a lot. Yeah, they might be leading the league even in the fucking amount of stories that we do on this on hmm. this show. I hate the, the investigation. Like it's the fucking Kennedy assassination. Yeah, how do what they do we investigate? Do? What is that? I want to know who's in the copy room between <laughs> two ten and two twenty last Thursday. You're going down. Like they're checking phone records. Like, what are you talking? Yeah. No, how does the investigation work? They pass this thing out to everyone. Everyone knew what was going on, and then they're like, "Oh no! Well, well now we have to find out who's responsible." So here's the thing: uh, as far as the verdict goes in this one, you know what? I'm going fake outrage. I am. I'm going fake outrage because everyone knows who the hot people in the school are. Now there's just an actual quantifiable award over it. And uh, and who gives a fuck? It's an outrage to make yours you look like a better person. That's why most people are outraged because yeah. it makes them look good. Well, They're like, that, why well, am outraged? Out, yeah. like, well, you're a good person. It's like, no, 
you're not. That's you're a just... lot of what fake outrage is. Is a lot of like the virtue signaling aspect of it for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. Well, and because the thing is, like, everyone knows who the good-looking people are, and if you if you if they went through a world where we pretended that everyone was equal in that regard, well, as soon as they graduated from school, they'd have to find out the really hard way. Well, aren't you the know? good-looking people? This is how it usually works in high school. The good-looking people, when you get out of high school, they're the ones that get jobs as like landscapers and then have a fat wife. You know, it's usually the, the good-looking, the popular kids that when they get out of school become fucking losers. You What's know? going on with your that your hot chick? M- what my hot chick? The one, the one you, you slept with twenty years ago? Yeah, the nineteen year old. I don't want kids. her to hear this. I mean, uh, I, mean I, don't, I mean, you just talked <laughs> about no, like what she doing. She knows what like, she's doing. Well, okay. Well, I won't. I won't post this stuff because she's. A fr- I'm friends with her on social media. Um, she was an alcoholic, uh, and uh, she's a recovering alcoholic. She doesn't look good anymore. She looked great when I slept with her when I was like, you know, nineteen. I really um, hope she hears this now. I know. Yeah, no, you I know. Just not <laughs> she's a good person. You could have just said, "Oh, she just uh, she's doing fine." She's fucking beat. She looks beat. You know, <laughs> whatever. But she's a nice person, so you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't she's know. She's very nice. Nice girl. Good personality. I hear she reads a lot. Yeah, she doesn't read. She does not read. She's not a reader. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a reader. I have a much lamer hottest girl in high school story that I'll share with you guys real quick. So. Um, I, I'm friends with a good amount of people back home on my socials and, uh, and, and last spring, one of my friends shared a, a, a status on there and I commented hottest girl in my high school liked my comment. Nice. nice. Yeah. She knows, that, she knows that I exist now. It only took till I was fucking 31 years and old. Where did, for that you, to happen. where did you go to school? Where'd you I go? went to school in uh, Northeast Connecticut. Where I'm okay. okay. Did you try to slide into her DMS then? No, because I went to her profile. And by the way, she's, she was a year or two older than me. Still smoking hot. She's like 33, 34, still fucking smoking hot. But she like was she was putting up pictures of like pregnancy and like her kids. So oh, uh, my, my Facebook comment was at least nine months too late. Okay, that's, do you, I do this thing where I look up everybody I went to high school with on Facebook. Like I'll find like my friend. Who I do sometimes. Was friends with a ton of people. So I look on his friend list and try to find all the people I went to high school with and see what they're doing. Do you do that? You click on the people, uh-huh. what they you know are doing now. I look up my bullies. I have like three really bad bullies and I try to look them up. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're all fuck. It's great. I have one bully who's like successful. I'm like, wow, he's still beating me. Like, yeah. He's still kicking my ass. There, um, There is a perverse enjoyment in, in watching people that thought they were cooler than you 15 years ago just yeah. go down in flames. But th- there's a few hangers on who are still cool. Like, it, it does aggravate me a little bit when it's like, Somebody who was more popular than me in high school is still doing well. It's like, no, 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 no. You, you, you heaked already. You got your good part. Like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like the fact that you, you, you even got out of our hometown is bullshit. You were supposed to stay there and move to the trailer park like you're supposed to yeah. to validate me because yeah. I want to feel good about this. Sure. My worst nightmare is somebody who bullied me in high school becomes a more successful comic than me. Yeah, that that'd would be, the, be fucking. That'd be terrible. the worst thing. That would be. I, I might actually have to kill him. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm doing Conan next week. You're like, fuck. I went to Woodenville High School, so this small town outside of Seattle, like nobody's doing comedy, so it's actually pretty yeah. great. But it's like, wait, you got to fuck the girls that I wanted to, and you got to go on TV? No, 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 you have to die. <laughs> and now you're fucking all the girls I dreamed about fucking. So uh, that yeah, sucks. yeah. I don't know if one Conan spot would do that for you though. So as far as the outrage goes in this one, uh, the 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 best looking classmates thing, I think you know what? It's a it's a cold hard world, and it's time for these kids to learn fake outrage. Sandeep, it's not time for them to learn. They're fourteen. There's no there's no need for a school to be doing any of this shit, putting it's out insults and, and complimenting people, yeah. and making people judge everyone on their looks already at thirteen. <laughs> They're they have, they're gonna have a lifetime of this shit. They shouldn't do it in high school. Yeah, I mean, I exactly. They're gonna have a lifetime of this shit, so they might as well get used to it now. Yeah, yeah. get your ass in that treadmill. Uh, all right, Ryan I real outrage. So that leaves us with the tiebreaker. One Ryan Arnold, the yes. guest. Yeah. 
life's hard, man. You know, I think kids should learn it the hard because there's a book called The Calling of the Youth, you know, and they talk about like trigger words that take out of books in college and stuff like that. And I think and then when these kids get out of college, they're super sensitive, you know, and then I think that you should be hard on them as, as a youth that when they grow up, they're strong. They have a set of balls like my son. He's 22 and he has a set of fucking testicles. You know, he's I didn't raise him to be a fucking I mean. I don't want. I don't want this to come off the wrong way. Pop, but he's not like he a pussy, no you point. know. He just like he knows life's tough, and he goes with the punches, you know. So that's I think. But clearly, that's not the way we're going. So you don't need a whole school insulting you, dude. And codify my whole high school so, beat on me. Okay, I know you don't I need the school to like sanction that. And I'm great now, you know. Oh. I'm not sensitive, and I just you know, I who cares? You know, that's yeah. high school. That's kids are shitty. I, you can't change the way kids are going to be. They're always going to be shitty because they're not informed. Yeah, and you don't encourage stupid. them to kids be shitty. Dumb. What? You don't need the stat, the school encouraging them to be shitty. No, but I mean they're coddling them. That's you know? what this is about. <laughs> Just don't encourage them to be shitty. Yeah. Hey, be a good person. Okay. I like how Sunny grew up with strict Indian parents, and yet he's against uh, against this. This is pretty fucking funny. Though. Well, yeah, their parents are going to give them as much shit as they can handle. We there don't we need to So Ryan, are, are you are you fake outrage in this one as well? Clearly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah fuck yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> totally. I, you know, well, the thing is, the guests rarely side with me. <laughs> I'm siding with you, Phil. On this. So if, if me and Sonny agree, they rarely <laughs> side with me. So fuck yeah. <laughs> Take that one, brown guy. Yeah, uh, darky. I feel like it's like 50 50, you know? You know, I, you know, I feel like more people's. I don't know. I, I don't know how to sit stat sheet. We should do a stats episode. I know. We, we need to, we need we, to hire an intern. We, we need to hire somebody to listen to all of our episodes. We need to get Nate Silver on this shit, you know? Yeah, like, that'd be uh, to, to get the fake outrage numbers. So moving along, uh, we're coming, we're going very far from the UK for your story, right? Yes, but close to Ryan Arnold's hometown. Yeah, yeah. yeah baby. American tech house DJ slash producer <laughs> Lee Foss. <laughs> Caused outrage from fans of electronic music by posting a racy flyer. Yeah. This uh, is how far you gotta describe outrage the flyer. has come. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. describe so, this. All right, so he, but I just, right, let me say, he had a gig in Seattle that he had to cancel because a local promoter complained to his music manager. Yeah. The promoter. I know the promoter, too. DJ <laughs> complained about a racy flyer. See, okay, for people at home. Sandy Sandy didn't know that I know the promoter. Like I'm from Seattle. Uh, I was also a house DJ in Seattle. Uh, and I know the promoter that canceled the guy's show. Continue, Sandeep. Yes, we just, we actually, we, I'd send him this story and I'd learn like 10 minutes ago and I'm like, come to the podcast and I learned 10 minutes. He actually knows the promoter. So anyway, <laughs> do. the flyer shows the DJ um, fast facing the camera and a girl in a bikini kneeling in front of him who we see from the back. And, uh, She's wearing a thong. She's yeah. bending over. A bikini. Yeah. Uh, is a bikini or I think it's, it's a, a thong. Okay, it's a thong. Uh, uh, she has a blanket over her head, but it clearly suggests that she's giving him oral sex. She has uh-huh. her head in his crotch region with a blank with a towel over her head, and he's standing there like fucking yeah. He's a he's very douchey. He's got like the wet look, the long hair, and okay, go ahead. Yeah, but he's right. fully clothed. <laughs> he's fully clothed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe so like she not- she's just helping him uh, make sure his fly is zipped up. Or, or it looks like she's telling his dick a secret. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but the, a, a blanket blocks off that whole area. So all you're just seeing is really a blanket. Uh, a towel. You, you, you see a little bit of, of the girl's butt, too? Well, her butt is in the, butt. Yeah. Her butt's her facing the camera. Her face is where his crotch is. Yeah, yeah. so he's right. facing the camera towards you, and she's facing away from the camera. Yes. And then you can see a little bit of her butt, and then there's a towel covering her back and the back of her head, and it looks yeah. like she's blowing him. Yeah. Right. Okay. Exactly. All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, I think we've set the scene very nicely for so our audience. So apparently the promoter, uh, Ramiro Gutierrez, uh, saw that and canceled the show. And he said in the article, which I read was he lost thousands of dollars by canceling the show just because 
like I mentioned, it makes him look like a good guy by canceling a show because of a suggestive flyer of it's oh my god I, I i i've been pondering this all day i'm like i don't know why he would do that like who are you i mean i don't it's just a fucking electronic dj who just had a suggestive is suggestive right like she's blowing him yeah fly, i like that it said she's giving him fellatio can we stop using the word fellatio like blowjob, just say blowjob. I hate fellatio. Like nobody I think ever when you're says. Writing about it in a journalistic type of thing. Yeah, but say just say fellatio. Oral sex, I think. Yeah. I was also, hoping yeah, to hook up some girls and I get a fellatio from her. Like I don't like the word. No, so, it's not a fellatio. It's just fellatio. Fellatio. <laughs> it sounds like an Italian dessert. It does. Know? Would you like <laughs> a fellatio or the tiramisu? Or we also have a great fellatio. It's fucking. It's it's. I don't know what how to organic free range whipped cream in the fellatio. Yeah. But yeah. also said on the thing too, it said that uh, he was defending himself later. He goes, uh, I did, I'm sorry what I did. He goes, my, it's actually my girlfriend in the photo. And he said, she's also an art director and it was her idea to do this. I'm like, first of all, like, I, I'm not offended by that at all. Oh, so he tried it's, to pass the buck? Yeah. It's Fuck him. cheesy. It's just dumb. So that, is that on her reel? She's like, here's a, a flyer I did where I'm uh, giving my boyfriend fellatio. <laughs> it's stupid. It's fucking dumb. And well, what the fuck is going Okay, so first, uh, Ryan, yeah, he, it, it seems like from the comment that R- Gutierrez said, he's like, that he, he seemed to be the one saying that he wouldn't work with him. But in the article, it said that the, he complained to his, the, the, Gutierrez complained, and then Foss canceled the event. But then from Gutierrez's comment, it seems like Gutierrez is taking the cl- credit for canceling the event. He's totally taking the credit. It makes him look like a better guy, which I don't understand. That guy makes a lot of money. He does Uniting Souls music in uh, Was- if you go to Washington State, he has a lot of good DJs on his label. It's a record label. They put a lot of records on Uniting Souls. Good house music. I cannot diss the guy because he makes good music, has great DJs. I don't know this Lee Foss dude. Like I, I, I watch some of his YouTube stuff, and it's just that typical fucking DJ who's just behind the decks with his nice hair, doing a little dance, and I uh, I just I don't know what it, I I part of I don't know it's part of my outrage with DJs I can't stand the fucking pretty boy DJ who dances behind, behind his decks you know so I I really think he just did it to make himself look good but I mean I don't think it's that offensive I mean it's a fucking house music show who gives a fuck if it's suggestive on the flyer who gives a fuck yeah, aren't they half these shows because I don't listen to EDM who's in line like oh I'm gonna go home now because I this flyer who gives a fuck well the thing also too like I don't go to many like EDM or house shows or anything like that but I do know the kind of things that go on at these shows half the people there are going to do Molly Coke and just try to get exactly late. and hopefully get fellatio so the, yeah. there's probably guys in line like oh hope, hope I get fellatio that's what I don't understand <laughs> the, the tenor of this whole story is everyone's so like it's like a fucking church event like yeah. the Gutierrez oh, we can't have this and then even fucking Foss what is this a bar mitzvah who gives a, it's a yeah. fucking electronic music show at, at the yeah. monkey loft in Seattle How monkey is loft is a small the, like club it's not even like huge it's, since it's, when are DJs so like oh I did I just wanted to have an artistic expression of the music producers <laughs> like <laughs> music producers like oh I can't show this Filled to my audience, who's all fucking coked out, mollied out, yeah, exactly, fucking teenagers getting yeah. blown. Well, yeah. That, yeah, it's like, listen, DJ boy, we all know that you just show up and you press play and you do nothing else the whole time. And you play shit music for shit people, well, shitty DJ, so you can that. fuck girls who are out of your league. Don't yeah. act like you're a fucking church boy. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Who's okay? high on Molly in line? Like, I'm having a bad trip. Look at the flyer; it's yeah. bumming me out. <laughs> if I was in line on Molly, I'd be like, Oh my god, he's getting a blue job. I hope I get full HCO tonight. Like, I'd be like, Okay. 
okay. This is a this is a fellatio. You know, I don't. I don't yeah. yeah. So I just died on the end of that. I'm like, uh, yeah. There's more to this. Also, Ryan touched on what he said, but here's the exact quote: "Is oh yeah, he like, he fucking touched it all right." Uh, Foss is like, yeah, Coley or Choley, C H L O E, Chloe, C H O L E, L O E. C H L O E. Chloe. Chloe. Whatever. Yeah. Chloe is the Chloe person now. in the picture, and she wanted to take uh, that. She wanted to take an art directed. She liked how it came out and thought it was funny because I'm so public in our relationship and show our love constantly and I look uncomfortable. I thought it was humorous with the U, by the way, he spelled it with the U, and didn't see it as objectification as it was her photo. In retrospect, I can see how many people would find it in poor taste regardless. What the fuck? This is a DJ talking, mind you. That being said, not everyone follows us closely and I gave no context. I can see that though we are friends... Oh, though we and our friends had that context and thought it was funny, in general, it has hurt feelings and obviously a mistake. I didn't post it out of any malice or ill, but I'm happy to talk to anyone who's offended. Yeah, you. so anyone who's offended can fucking talk to you. You're going to call them yeah. and have a conversation. They're going to message you on Facebook. I'm like, let's it's talk. Fucking so. fake. It's a fucking DJ. Be like, dude, shut the fuck it's up. Fucking, That's my fault. If you're a fan of his, I don't give a fuck. I'm a fan of a few bands that they can put whatever they want. If it's like Tool and Maynard, who's like insane and puts up crazy stuff. Look at Tool, okay? Like, Phil loves Tool. Maynard puts yeah, up crazy shit. On stage, he puts his dick between his legs and just shows his pubic hair. And I'm like, yeah, he's a fucking genius. This is great. I don't give a fuck. Hey, I, I love he didn't do music. that the two times I saw Tool. But anyway. You know, but well, I saw him when I was 18. I saw him when he came with Undertow. Oh, wow. He did that. He tucked his dick between his legs. And it was just like pubic hair. And he just kind of did this crazy thing. And I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah. This is wonderful. I think back to what Sandy was saying. You're absolutely right with the fucking thing about the DJs. Like, like fuck you. Like, who cares? And I just wish, I wish for once one of these people would double down instead of apologizing because it'd be hilarious if he just doubled down and was like yeah that's my girlfriend and yeah she's sucking my cock you got a problem with that come to the show nine o'clock on friday twenty dollar cover yeah. come talk to me fuck you like i wish that's what this dude said gives, i'm gonna talk to ramiro i'm gonna see how i'm like hey what the fuck bro listen to my podcast <laughs> i mean i was totally on foss's side but his reaction is so fucking douchey because he's a douche look at his pictures he's got like the wet look you know come on, come on dude come on just be like, I'm not apologizing. This is not a big deal. Who gives a fuck? I'm a great DJ. If you want to see good music, come out and see me. Who gives a fuck, you sensitive assholes? You know, and maybe it's just because I've been listening to a lot of Motley Crue lately, but <laughs> like, I, I miss old music because literally songs back then were just about partying and girls, 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 yeah, exactly. Crue. Oh my like, God. This is a total opposite of that, where it's like people who just embrace their sleaze or people nowadays who are sleazy, because most DJs are, are trying to act like they're, oh, no, 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 no. I just came here to play some lasers and some some fat beats for some some. Fans of mine. Now, fuck you. You're oh, a DJ. Fuck off. Okay. Look at Marilyn Manson. He took one of his ribs out so he could suck his own dick. Is that true? Fucking is that actually genius. true? Is that an urban legend? I think that's that is. Like he did. Okay. I'm a fan. He did it. I believe him. <laughs> oh, he said that. You like you like Marilyn Manson too? Yeah, I love Marilyn Manson. Good, good love, taste in music, man. I have great taste in music. Hell yeah. yeah. I grew up with like punk in DC when I was young, and I moved really, to Seattle. You're a DJ, right? And I'm a DJ. But I, but I was at a strip club though. Oh, speaking no, of shows, I, so I'm girls, girls, girls is definitely on your playlist then. Back in the strip club. No, the only Motley Crue on my Played us right now is like kickstart my heart. No, I mean when you were when you were a strip club DJ, that, uh, that had to be played every night, just about. Yeah, it did. But you know what, a girl, it's it was a bit for, even for strippers. That was a bit tacky for them. They didn't really like girls, girls, girls. They like kickstart my heart. Um, did yeah. they talk dirty to me? Wasn't that Motley Crue? That was Poison. Talk okay. dirty to me. Yeah, right. talk dirty. That's to what me. I mean, though. All the eighties music was about like fucking and drinking. Whereas totally. nowadays they're they're trying to it's act misogynistic, like they're above it. but it's good. Shit. Women from Def Leppard. 
that's the song called Women. I mean, I don't I just don't think it's offensive because I think it's good music and I think their intention is not to be, you know, misogynistic. I think it's just good music. But nowadays music just sucks so fucking bad, you know, because everybody's gotta watch what they fucking say. And it's annoying. Yeah. Know? So as far as the the outrage goes on this, uh I, I have to go again fake outrage today because here's the thing. If you are either this DJ or you're a, a fan of this DJ or just a casual fan of that kind of music, and you're getting mad at a, a suggestive fellatio poster as you fucking, you know, literally are, are, are buying roofies and buying Coke to bring for the girls at the show later. Like, go fuck yourself. None of his fans this are is, mad about it. None of his, it's yeah. bullshit. It's, it's, bullshit. it's Yeah, it is fucking, it, there, there's no way that any of his actual fans Garbaggio. Definitely. Yes. I hope he does a tour based on this now. I don't even know this DJ. I hope he does a tour called like that. He's not going to. He had a gold opportunity to be like, fuck you and, and like be a man about it. And he had to give that. Well, do you know the thing is silly too, ass response? That's good press for him because any kind yeah. of shit like that, that's good oh, it's press. Great press. Bad press is really good press for you nowadays mm. too. That's the. Yeah, there's no such thing as bad um, attention anymore. Especially for a DJ. If you're a politician, maybe, but he's a DJ. Act like a DJ, goddammit. Yeah, get blown. DJ-ness. And go on your tour and call it the I'm getting blown tour. Okay, fuck you. So uh, so are we going fake outrage in this the DJ story? Or are we fake going, outrage. Yes, yes. It's fake outrage. All right, there it's we bullshit. go. Across the board, fake outrage. Totally. And now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, Mr. Ryan Arnold, is there anything you are currently outraged about that you'd like to let some steam off on here on the show? Oh, well, let me tell you what I'm outraged about, guys. I'm outraged I'm getting married in October, as you guys know, and fucking weddings. Oh, my God. How shitty is it to get fucking married? Listen to this. I wouldn't know. I'm not divorced. Aren't you divorced? Divorced? No, I've never been married ever in my life. Okay, but, you're, but you're a hot grandpa, though. I, I am a hot he grandpa. He has a baby mom. I'm a gilf. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're a gilf. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> as the listeners at home, Sandeep is actually going to marry uh, me and my fiance. Yes, I'm going to write the vows. It's going to be so Yeah, he's going to write the Just don't diss me. Okay? You're having him ghostwrite your vows, you fucking pussy. What are you talking about? Vows? I'm gonna, no, I'm going to be the guy... You, I guess not the vows. I'm going to write. I'm going to be the officiating. Oh, I was this is say, what I would say. He's going to say yeah, that'd be hilarious if you had somebody ghost write your no. vows for you. We're not saying vows. You're going to go and say what you need to say. I'm going to say yes. And she's going to say yes. We're going to dance. But to, wait, so I'm, I'm doing the officiating. I, 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 you're I officiating like, with a, you have a whistle. Yeah, and, but you guys aren't going to then have, take it away for with your own vows or anything. Listen, I don't. Here's my no, no. See, but I can say, do you promise to? You know, give her fellatio. <laughs> I can say that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because be, I can be the guy saying the. Well, vows. her parents will be there, but uh, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, if you dropped a fellatio joke at his wedding, you'd you be my fucking hero oh, wait, forever. Wait, 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 yeah, how? Yeah. Okay, yeah. This is a good question. How? How? Yeah. What do I have to avoid saying with her parents there? Nothing. Don't call me a nigga and you'll be good. I mean, I. I oh think, damn uh, it! That's half. Okay. No, All no. Right, I got to rewrite paragraph no, no, no. three. I know. I know you can do this tastefully. I know yeah. you can do it tastefully, Cindy. And but funny. I can make jo- sex jokes and stuff. Sure. Like. Yeah. Don't yeah. be like you know. I hope you give her inflatio and you lick her asshole. Oh, don't say like that. that. Okay. Like, you know. Right. Don't be All gross. Right. Paragraph four. I got to rewrite. Yeah, that. it's gonna be a very short set of uh, of of um whatever they're called now. But getting married is it's. Fucking bullshit! Like, okay, no, is it, was, it what part specifically is, are you mad at? Is it? Is it well, the, I'm getting the, to the that. planning part, or is it the fact that? Oh, you're, it's everything, my okay. friend. It's Hit me. like if it We're was up to it. me, we'd just go through the drive-through in Vegas, get married, no problem, <laughs> fucking do it. That's we we like we're getting married at the Brooklyn, but or not Brooklyn, the Bronx Botanical Gardens. Okay, this is bullshit. It's you can't like I'm a I work on TV. Who's like, paying in, for the wedding? 
all of us. Her dad only he gave us like five grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five grand. Her mom gave us like eight. Her her parents are amazing. Isn't the they Bronx actually, Botanical Garden like seventy million to rent. It's seventy million. So we're trying to get the rest of it. Uh, but Check out GoFundMe.com slash Ryan. Totally GoFundMe. So to well, you're my, getting married on a Monday. We should say this. We're getting so. married on a Friday. A oh, Friday. I got, what? I, I ain't got Saturday wedding money. Okay, I'm getting I married thought it was on a, Monday. Monday. I thought that was the funny. I no. wish I okay. would get married because I have Monday wedding money. I don't have any other day. Bronx Botanical Garden on a Friday? How are you? Isn't 5000 8000 not even coming close it's to that? It's $25,000 for the wedding, okay? So Wait, that, in, that doesn't include the food and shit, does it? That does include food, oh, but okay. no, no, no. But it doesn't include the flowers. You have to have a flower person. We met up with a flower guy. This guy sat us down and was like, well, you need flowers. All the go- the groomsmen have to wear flowers on their on their." tuxedos or whatever their suits and he's just it's like he charged tried to charge us seven thousand fucking dollars for flowers you have to use people that are insured and that the botanical gardens kind of like you know like accept like yeah the, okay insured against what our dj has to be insured he's he's a comic but he's you know he's gonna do it who's, uh, the, who's the dj N- uh nikki he did uh ben's wedding Okay. Wait. What do you mean insured against what? Like what? You have to have insurance. You just have to have insurance. Of what? Like what? Like if you have auto insurance, if you get an accident, they pay. Like what's the something that's electrocuted on your DJ equipment? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Why does the florist have to be insured? The floor. Well, the thing is, the florist has to be insured, and you have to use the florist that they want because it's at the Bronx Botanical Garden. So listen to this. No, but what is are they insuring against? Like what? I don't know. This is my outrage. I don't fucking know. If you make someone sneeze or something. Yeah. I'm like, hey, there's flowers at the Bronx Botanical Gardens. We'll just use these flowers because people bring in flowers and if there's certain kind of flowers, we'll give like, we'll like, it's like AIDS. We'll give AIDS or flowers in Bronx Botanical Gardens. So you can't use flowers that are going to like give them like diseases. Like it's (laughs) flower AIDS. AIDS. So you have to have a guy who uses the clean flowers. (laughs) Like it's. Stupid. You don't want those skanky flowers. You, yeah, you want who are the... sharing needles with their other flower <laughs> friends. They're sharing. <laughs> but my, oh, yeah, you know, like one bee, like like <laughs> puts the yeah. So that bee is a fucking slut, and it, it like goes to flower flowers. What so kind of bees the... do you have? Like they're slutty bees. They're gonna like. Mm. But it's it's. There's so many other things you have to pay for. Like if you think you're gonna get married at a place and it costs twenty thousand dollars, don't think that it's gonna be twenty thousand dollars. It's gonna be. 30,000 because you have to get flowers and then the, they're like well do you want uh, cucumbers in your cocktails okay that's $5,000 <laughs> and do you want like it's bullshit it's oh, such, you, they're gonna do the upsell and it's only like a few hours like basically we're paying all this shit wait Ryan can't you just not have flowers at all oh, I'm marrying a woman I can't it's in a botanical she, garden the answer is no no but they're, no. They're, you're surrounded by flowers so by default you have flowers did this just the way it goes it's like if you're having a, a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese, you don't need to bring the plastic balls. Well, they have the ball. Here's my idea: everyone that comes pit. to the wedding has to give me two hundred dollars each, and then I'll pay for everything. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm like, you're gonna come to my wedding? It's two hundred bucks. So put an envelope <laughs> and leave it over there by the flowers. So, like, it's crazy and it's ridiculous. Like, wedding is a fucking sham, man. I mean, it's like people that just go. Downtown. Well, they used to have you bring gifts, and now they just have. The, I like the. Just I, give me money. I don't want a fucking blender. I love no the wet wedding registry where there's like, you know, don't bring what you were gonna bring. Just here's what I need. Get it for me. Yeah, Pretty exactly. Soon, it's gonna be just a uh, cover and two drink minimum at the at the wedding. I'm banking on the money we make from the wedding for <laughs> to pay for my minimum. honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. So can the honey- you imagine though. Here's the. I don't understand you people who like spend money. At, you, you people. Imagine? Excuse me. You uh, people. I, I'm offended by you people. Don't. 
please. For please. the record, are you, are you offended as a uh, black person or as I'm a married? Brown. As, as when you a, say you people, I. I you but know, are you offended I'm, as a couple, as someone who's <laughs> going to be married? Because that was the you people is directed at married. <laughs> you should do that when you're marrying us. Do you people? <laughs> My dad would be like, "Oh, you people, as in who, motherfucker?" <laughs> But can you imagine, like, if you Will just you marry put, us in an Indian accent? If you put through, Ryan, <laughs> Erica, to Flacio. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. I like would. how the, the Indian guy, as you started talking about what was going this wedding, he was already trying to figure out cost-cutting measures. <laughs> yes. That's why I have He's like, no, well, like, we did it this way. And yeah. we you could have, you could You just, know you have dandelions. <laughs> dandelions are cheap. <laughs> can you imagine $30,000 you could just spend on your own honeymoon on yourselves like well, how amazing bomb ass time you'd have that's, that's what I said I'm like why would we just go to City Hall take the 30 grand go to Europe for two months and just come back in like March you know mm. but that, so are you having a wedding registry do you need any do you need like furniture there is no no the the registry for me is money she okay, has so you, have, know, you say no boxed gifts that's the that's the code for money no blenders yeah, no you say no box gifts on the thing Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. See, she oh, you got to put that on the invitation. I'm telling that's that's wedding. We went for to the cash. registry store in Manhattan. The registry store. It was dog day. Okay, I'm not lying. I tell Dude, you. Dude, why are you going to a registry store? Well, you just said you want cash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know because I'm marrying a woman who just likes to go do the wedding shit. She gets like the wedding. She watches the wedding shows. Okay, listen. We go to the registry store. It was dog day. People aren't even getting married. They show up to store with their dogs just to hang out with people there that have other dogs so they can mingle. Yeah. Yeah. Not wait, even wait, wait. It's a wedding. It's a registry a for registry store. For couples getting married with dogs specifically? No, 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 no. It's just a registry store. You go there and you take a sheet and you mark off stuff that you want if you get married. We went there. It was dog day. They were giving away free dog treats. People were there that weren't even getting. There was single people there with dogs just to mingle with other dogs. Maybe they were trying to meet people to get married too. No. They're lonely and they're there with their dogs. That's what I mean. Hanging out. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, why are we here? We don't even have a dog. There's people there with dogs just mingling. Eating like dog cupcakes. I swear to fucking God. This is what New York has become. So a are you having a wedding registry or are you not having a registry? I'm confused. Bring $200. That's my registry. Put $200 no, in No, I know, but you have to more. make sure. if you, You're going to fuck this up with the wedding invitation. You're going to register somewhere. And then you're going to be like, does all these people got me this furniture. I wanted cash. But then don't register anywhere. Just say no box. What nets. if I get you a gift card? Sure. I just email people cash. That's what you just bring me yeah. cash. It's like yeah. an Italian wedding. Just put cash in a fucking envelope and just right. put it underneath yeah. the flowers. I'm good. I paid my cousin through PayPal. His uh, his wedding you can gift PayPal, was PayPal. Me. We accept yeah. PayPal. We accept uh, money orders. Uh, yeah. You know all that. I feel like people at home are like, "This guy's a fucking mess." Well, you know what it is, man. I I, I agree with you for the most part. Because here's the thing: like, I'm I'm 32 and I'm not like dating anybody right now. But the thing is, I like it, how you're chiming in. Not I would give I, a I like, testicle to be 32. Like, well, I'm I'm single the, and uh, well, not no, dating anyone. But, but let like, me give you some advice no, on the no, wedding. But like the theme of the show, though, is of course one of your uh, cousins pointed out one time that it's two single guys in New York City imposing their yes. outrage will upon the rest of the world, which, <laughs> yes, which is the theme it. of the show. <laughs> is it the thing is I think about getting married and it's like. I think women are raised in their condition to think it's like the most important day of your life, so you have to put everything into it. Whereas dudes, it's like that's just like a thing I'm doing. I well, guess my girl told me she's I want it to be memorable. That's it. Yeah, I want a memorable experience, and I love her. She's great, and I want her to have. Man, I that. hope you do. Being that you're, well, I can't do anything else. Yeah. I can't just tell her no. So she, you know, whatever. <laughs> Her mom bought two decorations at uh, Home Goods for us for our altar. <laughs> She's like, I got this at Home Goods. So I was like, perfect. Now we're talking. Hey, how much time am I doing at your wedding? 
You're just gonna fucking marry us. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how much time do I, I don't have know. to do I'll that. light you. I'll, I'll <laughs> you light, light you yeah. in two minutes. <laughs> yes. Give me a two minute light. Yeah, light you're lit, Sandeep. You're lit, that, dude. You're blowing the light at my wedding. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> you have to like play me off. Oh, it's gonna be great. Actually, I have yeah. a guy there too that's playing a saxophone. I used to DJ with him. Who's been house music? He plays sax with me. His name is Henny C. He's from Atlanta. He's gonna play sax during like the drink, the out, the the cocktail hour. It's gonna be fucking great. <laughs> You blew the light. I'm not going to book you at my next wedding. Yeah, yeah. If I get married again, you're not getting booked. Yeah. So that, that, that's a good place to end right there. Getting the light. We're getting the light right now just about. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks you for can, having me, guys. Take you, care. You are welcome, Mr. Arnold. You can uh, email us, and you can tell us how wrong we are about weddings at thefakeoutrageaport at gmail.com. Uh, we do tweet sometimes roughly weekly and never check it at fakeoutragerept. And uh, if you have a minute, go on iTunes and give us a five-star review. We appreciate that. And you can also follow Ryan Arnold online at uh, Ryan for Laughs on Twitter and uh, Ryan Arnold NYC on Instagram. I like Instagram. Yes. And before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Well, I have the idea for our new poster. Our new flyer. <laughs> who's, but no whose gonna, butt should we should we display? Yours or mine? Uh, I mean, yours is browner, so it'd be more woke, right? Okay, so my butt giving you fellatio? Well, no, no, because the thing is, I'm white and you'd be blowing me, right? So that'd be like the white power, You're very misogynist. Yeah, I mean, so no, not misog- I'd have to be, be very, uh, yeah, whatever white, what the whatever thing the thing is, what the what power the, structure right. where I'm apparently better than everybody by right. default, whatever. But yeah, no, because so you would have to be, be blowing me. Yeah, it have to be me blowing you, because then I, it would that would be the woke way to then do it. Then you can make any joke. You want at any comedy club? Be like, hey, I'm I'm woke. All right, I'm blowing my, my brown. Dude, partner. there's literally a video of me taking it in the ass fictionally on the internet that more than seven million people have watched. Seven and, million? Yes. Wow. And, and yet, for some reason, I'm still not allowed to do that kind of stuff. Anyway, have a magical day. Thanks for listening.